for MILF? We are. Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Tom. And Kate's over there. A classic, <laughs> a classic dynamic twixt the two of us. Yeah. Usually <laughs> when one of us is somewhere, the other one is right over there somewhere else. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's fun. Kate. Yeah. <laughs> what's on the old schedule today? Oh, the old schedule is nothing less than this season's genre reveal. And let me say that one more time because I actually was in speech therapy for my R's for many years. Yes. This season's genre reveal. Genre. Genre reveal. Genre reveal. Yeah, genre reveal is hard. <laughs> genre reveal. Yeah, it's like what they would <laughs> test you on. I know. It's actually quite triggering. Triggering. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you can't even... I'm feeling very twiggered. I'm feeling very twiggered. <laughs> On account of my speech therapy. Uh, I couldn't say until I was 13. 13. Wow. And when I'm drunk, still can't. Still can't. Uh, Did you I can say, any? you're about to ask if I have any deficiencies of any kind now. Uh, I can say all the letters, <laughs> most of the words. Some words I'm not allowed to say. But the thing is, most great art kind of comes with restrictions, comes with yes. boundaries. And I'm I'm perfectly happy to work within those restrictions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to say certain words. That's fine by me. I prefer it that way. I just want it known that on a strictly phonetic level, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing, though, guys, about this genre reveal. It was going to be a lot bigger. We had a really big party planned. Uh, we had mm-hmm. a lot of guests. We had a very big cake that we were going to cut into and kind of see what the genre was going to be from the color inside. But it turns out we accidentally lit a super big wildfire. There's a rear big fire. <laughs> Several dozen acres of... Um, wetland habitat were lost, which is kind of crazy. I mean, we we thought we were being responsible by doing it in the wetlands because Precisely. how are you going to have a fire in like the wetland, literally? Swear to God, swear to God, we thought we thought of everything. Turns out we didn't and that certain um, chemicals are more flammable than we thought. And yes, we are talking about Tompkins farts. <laughs> <laughs> The problem is, as soon as I I, I fart, I I let out a massive strain of harmful chemicals. And then at the same time, my butthole sort of flexes open Mm -hmm. and post fart, it sucks up a lot. So I think a lot of the moisture from the wetlands wound up getting sucked up into the butthole. And then that sort of cleared the, the air for the the noxious chemicals to start a fire. I see. I see. Well, no matter what, it's not our fault. No. And you know what it isn't either? It's not a case against genre reveal parties. Guys, (laughs) I get it. It's the 21st century. These are kind of out of fashion, but... We do believe that there are only two genres. Two genres. There are only two genres, spooky, and (laughs) guess what the other one is? We're going to tell you here. (laughs) That's what we mean when we talk about niche subgenre is, is it spooky or is it fun? And from there, we'll figure it out. 
Yeah. And we always do. We always get there. Oh, yeah. Almost always. Yeah. You know. Almost. Yeah. There are a few movies. Midsommar is tough because it's very spooky. It's both spooky and fun. But Florence Pugh is very cute, which is fun. So, And you know what else is fun? I think a really fun thing to do is to let our audience, which will be known henceforth as our brood. Hello, Oh, brood. yes, we have settled on that. The brood and or the, the stepchildren. But our brood is dying to know. Our first subgenre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you something. I'll answer. Let me ask a, a rhetorical question of you, Kate. Do you like rootin'? Only as much as I like tootin', that's for sure. <laughs> And we already know how much that is enough to cause environmental <laughs> enough damage. Enough to cause a big <laughs> fire. I like rooting and tooting. I also like, oh, I don't know, being a partner. Mm-hmm. How do you like these things? I like them D. I like them how D. How D. How D. <laughs> I, I like to have a nice uh, bean feast over the fire while someone is playing the harmonica. But at the same time, I don't like these things and I want them all to change and be better. And I'm worried that I was being mean before <laughs> when I did that. Are you, you know, yes, I think that, yes, I love rooting and tooting and, and hollering and the whole thing. But, but when we're rooting and tooting, what are we really doing? What are we really doing? What are we saying about America? What are we kind of mythologizing? What are we mm. celebrating? What are we deconstructing? Are we all men at the bean feast around the fire? Or is there maybe room for a, a gal or two? Are we all straight? You know? Yeah. Are we all stoic? Are we all white? You know, yeah. these are conventions that seem to be pretty baked into the original and it's time to start thinking about different ways of doing this, you know? So we're doing revisionist westerns. We're going to be taking a look at these western movies that are trying to be better than the other westerns. And what we are saying to them is we can be even better than you are being. It's like, here, hold my beer. Or hear my sarsaparilla. <laughs> hold my sarsaparilla. Hold my glass of warm milk. I didn't know that that was a convention. Okay, so we're all learning things. So I don't think it's a, a strictly Western convention. I think in kids shows, a lot of times when they're like parodying Westerns or whatever, I feel like I've seen lots of scenes where they're like bartender, glass of milk. Yeah, you're right. It's a classic funny fun. But you had the audacity of making it hot. And I would like to just kind of take a moment to talk about the instinct when you can't sleep to chug Hot milk. <laughs> when I can't sleep, you know I'm slurping that hot milk. <laughs> Actually, that is how we ended up. <laughs> that is how Tompkins ended up getting the gas that then resulted in the wildfire yes. in the wetlands. Uh, it was chugging hot milk before he went to bed to go <laughs> to uh, keep away the nightmares because he accidentally saw a spooky movie instead of a fun one. And I slurped too much of the hot milk. Classic mistake. Anyone could do it. <laughs> There's really no reason for charges to be brought against anyone here. No, I think revisionist Westerns are going. I think that's a really good first season. I think that there is 
a deep well of history on which to comment. And honestly, quite a back catalog of revisionist Westerns because it feels like the Western has kind of been saying oopsie since the get. Yeah. Constantly commenting on itself, constantly saying, oh no, we're we're more aware than that version of ourselves and proving shockingly that that isn't true. And so our job is going to be come in, fix it all once and for all. Yeah. No more revisions, guys. Let's just finish the Western. So, Kate, let me ask you this. What do you most want to change about revisionist Westerns? What are your goals for this season? This is actually a very good question. What do I want to change about revisionist Westerns? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they make a lot of boo-boos in terms of... I don't know. No boo-boos. I don't know. Yeah, no boo-boos, I'm going to say. I, I don't want, I'm not interested in any boo-boos. Keep I'm not that interested. General. Yeah. <laughs> I have a big one. I would like to end racism. Brave. Brave. Very brave. Yes. Notice that that wasn't what came to your mind first. No, it was not. Here is another thing I want to change. Too old. A lot of these movies take place in way olden times. And I think it creates a lot of inefficiency. A lot of these movies, they're searching for someone like the searchers, for instance. Mm -hmm. If those were set today, they could use like a tracking device or GPS or something. And you can get all of the searching plot points out of the way in like 10 minutes. Yeah. It'd be done. Speaking of uh, horses. Yeah. How about some go-karts? How about some segues? Yeah. How about, I'm trying to think of- A buy or try plane? A try plane? Well, I hope I succeeded. <laughs> It'll be pretty detrimental to those on board if not. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You, you want me to get in your try plane? No, I want to get in your do plane. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> not interested in- Not interested. Attempting flight, Amelia Earhart. <laughs> Uh, that's what we get for having a female pilot. Hey, I didn't say it. <laughs> you didn't have to. The truth speaks for itself. <laughs> Why do you think we haven't had a single female pilot since? since we let we let one do it. <laughs> she messed it up. You think we're no fool me once? Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that being said, we do want to actually revise westerns to include a little bit more lady. A little bit more sensitivity, a little bit more. I have one. Bigger guns. And I'm not just talking artillery, baby. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> me panting at the gun show. <laughs> That's Kate turning into a cartoon wolf. <laughs> yeah, bigger guns in terms of muscles, which you are going to need to hold the much bigger guns I would like these cowboys to be holding. It's true. Um, a bazooka. Preferably. Yeah, I I want bigger guns. You know what else I want? Hmm. Smaller horses. Much smaller horses. Only tiny ones. Like Sebastian, the meme from Parks and Rec. (laughs) Yes, yes, the meme from Parks and Rec. Lil Sebastian, he's the perfect size. Well, because when they're that small, they're lithe. It's like having a lightweight bike, you know? You actually, in the end, move faster. What I want are two little Sebastian-sized horses strapped on the feet of every cowboy. Oh, that's fun. 
And he's wearing a long trench coat, pretending like he's just a cowboy (laughs) and not a cowboy on top of two small horses. so that he can get into the the fancy picture show. Well, so he can get into the bar and order a glass of hot milk. Hot milk. (laughs) (laughs) One glass of hot milk for slurping, please. And that's the kind of attitude we're bringing to our revised revisionist Western. (laughs) We are, as you can see, the perfect people to undertake this uh, chore. And it is a chore, Brood, let, lest we lest we fool you by our banter. This is going to be work. This is labor. You are welcome. Yeah, it's emotional labor and real labor because I do have to bring my microphone out before each episode. Imagine if we start recording an episode and we release it and inside of it, I say, I'm sorry, I'm at capacity. You have another podcast to listen to? I'm at capacity. I love every I love it. couple weeks, there's some new freak on Twitter who's like, I'm going to teach you how to set boundaries with your friends by talking to them like you are a robot and they are a stupid child. Yeah, it's so fun to make fun of with your friends that you have because that person clearly doesn't have. Yeah. 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 A friend would be like, that's not a cute look. And also a true friend plows right through boundaries. Yes. That's what intimacy is. (laughs) Intimacy? I would know. Intimacy? Intimacy Chalamet. (laughs) Intimacy Call me Intimacy Chalamet because I am ignoring your boundaries. (laughs) All right. Bye. Uh, Bye. Bye.